Welcome. I like this. Uh, <laughs> Welcome. Oh, yeah. How are you? Good. Hold on, here's, here's your badge. Official company match. Welcome back. <laughs> This is Paddock 43, the podcast, your weekly rundown, giving you all things F1 from both on and off the track. From races, trades, rumors, the lifestyle, and all the things that come with the F1 world. We are Amy, Elle, and Pat. Let's get into it. Do not disturb because Paddock 43 is back. (laughs) Oh, oh with a cough. <laughs> if you haven't um, already picked up, we Pat unfortunately has fallen ill, but she is here mm-hmm. with us on the screen live. <laughs> there she God. goes. Can I? Can I not? From pit um, wall. Yes, I'm here. I'm here from the pit wall. Ferraris. Cool headphones, but they're some cool gamer headphones, but they're um, no, they they didn't they didn't decide to co- cooperate today. So that's all right. Everything's fine. That's all right. We're here. And we miss you. I have FOMO. You should have FOMO because one of our traditions about before we record the podcast is now we have a wine and some chips at the pub next door. Lots of chicken salt. So we missed you there tonight, but it's Mm -hmm. good that you're resting up and you're staying warm. We have a lot to discuss today. We have so much to to discuss. I don't know where to look. I need to I. I'm like, where That's do right, I? You take turns. Oh my goodness. This is just getting very you aggressive. You just kept getting stuck. What am I doing? Oh my God. I've, I've pulled it all out. I almost yeah. pulled the whole thing out. Considering how many technical difficulties we've had and it's, it's been like an hour and a half, let's just keep our hands where they can be seen. <laughs> Everyone hands on the table. So how was everyone's weekend? Is, what did everyone get up to? There was no race, so. No race. Do you know, now that I'm kind of sick, I'm sort of thinking like, thank God there was no race this weekend. I didn't even do that much. Had a soccer game. One, did a few things, but I'm so happy there wasn't a race and I'm so excited for next weekend. Mm -hmm. And considering how much has gone on in the F1 world, I think we were all so lucky that there wasn't a race because I don't think the world could have kept up with a race and all that happened. I couldn't have kept up. Mm. I had a very slow weekend, but the weekend was genuinely just spent on my laptop looking at things pop through. It also makes you... If we had to do the race as well, my brain would have exploded. It makes you appreciate the race that's coming up, which is Hungary this week, and we'll touch on that later. But it makes you appreciate it even more because we know the news that dropped the other day. But quickly... What did yeah. you do this weekend? Oh, what did I do? I did nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I actually, what I did do on the weekend, I looked up uh, a lot of the drivers' ages because I was just. Again, depressing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look, it, it's, it's not a weekend activity that I would recommend, but I didn't. Which one surprised you the most? All of them. <laughs> All of them. Max Verstappen in particular. Mm-hmm. And also oh, yeah. Charles and Carlos. I don't know. They all just seem so much older to yeah. me. Yeah. I was just gonna say the thing that blows my mind is Max. Max's partner has a child, and how old's Max? Is he twenty five or something? Mm, yeah, twenty five. And he's a stepdad to to Danny Kvyat. Kvyat, Kvyat, Kvyat. I don't know how to say her name. Danny Kvyat, his child. Baby. 
ex Red Bull driver. Sell his seat, sell his girl. Boom. Well, we had a lot to unpack this week. And I think we have to talk about the news that we hinted at Monday night mm-hmm. on our socials. And then mm. I was woke up to it. Woken up at about 4.30 by Tom. Me too. <laughs> Me thinking something was wrong because he's like, get up, get up, get up, get up. And I was like, what is happening? I thought like, you know, had to get out of bed earthquake. or something. And I had to, you know, he goes, Danny's back. It was an earthquake in the F world, one world. It was. Yeah. It was. He said, was. Danny's back. And I jumped on and had to quickly jump on the socials and get us up there because yeah. that was just so exciting for us and there's so much for us to unpack in that situation <laughs> oh my god my partner did the so exact bad. same thing he literally walked in i was sleeping and he like poked me and was like amy danny's back and i was like yeah we know he might be coming back he's like no it's confirmed i was like no and i just went back to sleep <laughs> i reckon tom and david were like chatting let's wake the girls up probably knowing them because they're psychos and they get up at 4 30 in the morning to go for a cycle mm. i mean can i can i just kick it off with something that i told you girls that day that I literally our last recording I was thinking I had in the back of my mind you know because we had a lot to get through last week and I had in the back of my mind oh I should raise I was thinking mm, let's place bets on when we think Nick DeVries is going to be out mm. I thought that and then just didn't didn't get the chance to say it and I was like well he beat us to it yeah <laughs> or should I say they beat us to it well I think Christian Horner he did shut it down and said there was no um chance of them dropping Nick in the present moment. So he worded it very well a few weeks ago. Mm. And then now it is in the present moment and he's gone, so Danny's back. Danny and he's Danny boy is back. Woo! Gosh, he looks happy. I feel very bad for Nick DeVries. I I know well, you're not it, a fan. I'm not a fan of Nick DeVries, but was he treated fairly? No. They didn't even do a goodbye no. post for him. They just went straight into the celebration of Danny being part of AlphaTauri, which, you know, Danny also did say that if he came back to F1, racing F1, he wanted to come back in a winning car. So this will be interesting as well. This is so far from a winning car as well. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how he performs uh, in that car. But mm. I don't think they treated Nick very fairly. Because as well, they gave no. him up until summer break. To get yeah. points, and they mm-hmm. cut it. Is it three races short? Three, yeah, three, two, ra- two races short. And I'm, what is their performance clause to be able to just cut him straight yeah. in the? Mm, I don't know. We're we gonna cut him straight yeah. in the jugular. <laughs> I think they just saw how well Daniel Ricciardo was performing at um, Silverstone testing, and although I think there's like with that this was probably in the pipeline a long time ago you know yeah Dan, Daniel Ricciardo performed really well in testing but then was this like I'm sure this was already in the pipeline you know like was that just the excuse I even look back at um was it when they're in Monaco with Danny and Yuki mm. like were they planting yeah. the seed then like, was oh, that were they, were they planting the, the seed water. then yeah of course yeah mm-hmm, maybe well I, I love them as I a was fan. reading something that Mark Webber came out and said that he actually told Danny Ricardo to stay in Red Bull and that all these years ago he was trying to talk him into staying but then he went to Renault and then he went to McLaren. So Mark Webber apparently has been planting that seed in Danny's head, stay with Red Bull. Even after he left Red Bull, 
Yeah. Well, he was telling him not to leave Red yeah. Bull. He said, Do you Stay. think it was a mistake that he left Red Bull? I think so. And I think he knows that as well. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that he's been just hanging around, hanging around, he's so close to Christian Horner. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, he'll be back in uh, Las Vegas this year. And he was the one that oh you know, said in 2017 in that interview, they, were, they said, to the new owners of F1, what do you want? And Danny just jumped right in there and was like, a race in Vegas. Yeah. And so he gets to do that. Isn't that timely? First race in Vegas and he, he gets does. to. Maybe, yeah, this is, uh, maybe this has all been planned and we've just. Probably. Poor Nick. I feel Poor I Nick. Mean, I'm not the biggest, yeah, I'm not the, like I'm, I don't want to say I'm not the biggest fan of him. I just don't feel much for him and obviously we all know he hasn't really brought much either not only on the track but also off the track um I still feel for him I think like on an empathetic level it's a it's a shame for anyone but also that's the way the world is like the sport is cutthroat if you're Mm. not performing and with anything in the world with any sport if you're not good enough it's on to the next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and Nick has been like he was very lucky to begin with, mm. like very much a right place, right time. Mm. Just oh, performed when he needed to, like when Albon got sick, jumped in from at Monza, got mm. points, and then all of a sudden everyone there's like a big commotion around him, like he's an amazing driver. But mm. well, I'm loving <laughs> the conspiracy theories all come out, and they're all on TikTok. I love conspiracy. There's one theories. about there's one Hello. about Danny Rick, um, that when he was here at the Melbourne Grand Prix. He was actually being followed by oh my God, by I the saw ne- that. Netflix crew for Drive to oh, Survive. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently he was being followed more closely than any other driver. <coughs> and they're in Melbourne. They've got Oscar. Yeah. They've actually got an Australian racing. Mm. But apparently they just followed Danny. So that'll be interesting if that comes out as well. But then the photo of um, yeah. Nick sitting down having coffee with Toto as well, straight after the news broke. Yeah. He's like, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. Baby, come back. <laughs> Just trying to bolt Nick Schumacher out of the way. My turn. I heard somewhere as well, and obviously everyone has their own opinion, but someone was saying that maybe they think that Alpha Tauri didn't make the best decision in bringing Nick DeVries in. Absolutely. Maybe they should have just put Daniel in straight away. Yeah, it would have been interesting to see how this year would have gone had Daniel been in that car rather than Nick. I guess we'll find out for the rest of the season. Mm. Yeah. And then I think the other big thing to mention about this is, you know, one of the worst qualities of the Alpha Tauri is its ability to break. And something that Daniel Ricciardo is well known for is his late breaking. Mm. Um, And then kind of using those late breaks to overtake. That takes me very nicely into my next point, which I think we probably have to explore this on one of our minis if you haven't already listened to our very first mini. Mm-hmm. But sure. so Alpha is Red Bull's sister team, mm-hmm. but I always find it interesting that they don't really share that data. Nothing is shared. And the Alpha, yeah. the Red Bull car is so superior to the Alpha car. Yeah. And that's really an interesting dynamic. And then Danny is that reserve driver, but then he goes Alpha. Something just, I don't know. Well, there were articles saying that like Alpha is going to try and kind of copy the Red Bull as much as they can next year to improve their car. How much can they copy? Yeah, I don't know. Because they're obviously not sharing enough information. Mm. Yeah. I don't know, it's just because that Red Bull car is breaking. Bre- yeah. Not like pulling apart. <laughs> it's 
like they can put hanging their foot on up. by yeah. red hanging oh. on by a little thread it's there damn it red bull well we um, you know we love a little bit of extra drama it was like mm. lando norris uh following the red bull team on instagram as well sent everyone into an I absolute love. frenzy i swear he oh, just did that to it. shitster lando loves the drama. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to Love stir the, the absolute pot there. I think Lewis's dad did the exact same thing at Silverstone. Um, he was dropping news about Lewis's impending contract extension with Mercedes and no one could really confirm anything. No one can confirm or deny. Imagine this is all just a PR cover-up for what Lewis is doing. It probably is yeah. because so the, the rumours are 250 million euros Five years in the Mercedes car, an ambassadorship after he leaves F1 with Mercedes, Mm. which so he already is technically an ambassador, and that would involve a whole other element of Mercedes marketing team. So that's another fee Mm. on top of that. Um, That's, you know, quite a big deal, just those three things. 250 million euros. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't it be nice? I think he's on like 220, no, 240 USD at the moment. I think that's what it is at the moment. So this would be a, a massive step up. Mm. Do you guys like oh, wow. mid-season swaps? Depends. Musical chairs. It depends. Yeah, season. it depends who. depends if it's something exciting and something that's going to bring something to a team or not. Yeah. But, like, in terms of Nick DeVries, I just – especially being a rookie, if you've already been in the sport for a long time, it's kind of like, well, you've had your mm. – you've at least had some time behind the wheel – but it just mm. makes it, for a rookie, it would just make it so hard to actually get comfortable in the car. I think unfortunately as well for Nick is he just hasn't really proved himself as yeah. a rookie. I think like typically they're obviously cut some slack because they are rookies. But, you know, for example, look at Oscar the other day coming fourth. Yeah. Johnny like Herbert said um, rookies now need to deliver results straight away if they're to establish a long-term career. Which is really hard if the car's not great. Yeah. Because we said this in our very first episode. We would love to see Max Verstappen perform in these cars that are right down the bottom of the grid. Mm, see how he goes. Yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. we just a car swap one day. Just all jump in <laughs> each other's cars. Let's Everyone, just try it out. No, you should have all the cars lined up on the grid yeah, yeah. and they all start either back or in front mm. of all the cars. And everyone says, use your lights out. And then they run to a car each. <laughs> Everyone's like fighting for the death into the Red Bull. <laughs> Save oh yourself. My God, it would <laughs> I would pay to watch that. Well, I think, but um, yeah, as well, like, like a blowtorch. Here comes all the blowtorch. I can imagine the blowtorch. Who who would be who would have the blowtorch? It's a blowtorch. <laughs> the fire blowtorch. Who would have a blowtorch in the garage? Yeah, mid-season swaps. A few previous mid-season swaps. In 2007, we had Toro Rosso, Scott Speed out and Sebastian Vettel in. 2016, Red Bull, Danny Kvyat. 2017, Toro Rosso, Danny Kvyat out. Then again, Pierre Gasly and Brendan Hartley both in. And 2019, Pierre out, Alex in. That's just Red Bull. Well, I had a thought over the weekend. I had a thought. Might be crazy. I was thinking, do we think there is a Red Bull curse, second driver curse? Oh, my God, yes. Yes, 100%. Right? There is. 
there is a curse and I really I want to do some investigating like has some someone some witch thing I don't know there's a curse who's got the voodoo doll literally who's got the voodoo doll who's stabbing those red bull cans (laughs) honestly they're not drinking the right red bull Mm-mm. They're drinking the sugar-free Red Bull. <laughs> I think there's a curse. That's my theory. And it'll be interesting to see how Daniel does over the next. When I say mm. Red Bull, I mean like Red Bull Alpha Parry combined. Yeah. Mm. Um, yep. Also, have you noticed, I think, yeah. pretty sure it was the other day that Danny came out and said he's happy to be back with the Red Bull family. He didn't say Alpha Tauri. Yeah. No. He said Red Bull. Well, I mean, uh, that's why I say, say Alpha Tower. He's obviously got his eyes set on something. Yeah, he's got his eyes set on Red Bull. 100% he wants that. Well, he did he wants the, checkers. He thing. did the car fitting earlier this year with the seat. Um, and that's when the rumours first started swirling yeah. around. But, I mean, when they do that, they kind of have to have it have him fitted in case something yeah. was to happen. So, really, mm. it's kind of, like, redundant with those rumours. Everyone thought it was just a bit of interesting because that really, like, mm. ticked things off. So... And it would be interesting I to just see what another, happens. No, I just had another theory. I was going to say. What if they've decided. No, you go. You say your theory <laughs> and then I'll say my theory. <laughs> Pat's like, I've got another theory. And then I have so Amy many theories. Goes, I've just decided. <laughs> <laughs> Pat and I are the conspiracy what? theorists over here. Yeah, we are. Um, <laughs> um, like imagine if they're actually prepping Danny to take Checo's seat halfway through the season. If he doesn't That's perform. <laughs> say yours too. Honestly, I think so. Yeah. And then. What if they purposely put him in to the Alpha Tari before the summer break and they're being super savage and giving Sergio two races to see is he going to do something? Mm. And if not, adios, Sergio. You're being booted to Alpha Tauri and then. Daniel's coming to Red Bull. That wouldn't surprise me. I am excited mm. to see how this all unfolds in yeah. Hungary this weekend. Ooh, I wonder I, if we'll see in the seat swaps uh, Mick Schumacher come out I don't at think some so. point, just go somewhere else. He was um in his uh, dad's F1 car weekend mm. just gone. Him so and special. Seb Vettel, they uh, went out in the Goodwood Festival of Speed. And then Vettel had a lot to say about the festival. I don't know too much about He just was just complaining about the, um, you know, part of the reason why Vettel left the sport was obviously because he is concerned about environmental issues um, and now he's come out and is still criticising and saying that the next few years are going to be interesting and what's going to happen with the sport and environmental impact of the sport. Some of the comments I was reading was like, there's not going to be nine and then 10 and then 11 and then 12 billion people and there's going to be no water. I don't think the issue is in motorsports. What do you guys think? I mean, he's not wrong. Right? <laughs> it's a really hard one to comment on because climate change is a very real situation. And oh, for I sure. think that Formula One and Liberty and whoever takes over Liberty one day will always strive to make carbon offsetting emission mm. uh they will try and reduce their footprint around the globe and mm. technology will improve there's only so much yeah. you can do really 
But yeah, it, it's hard because it's also a business. Mm. So mm. I Yeah, I don't think the sport will go anywhere. No. I just think they they're continuously striving to be as good as they can. And yeah. obviously changes with the calendar has been a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Um but also people want to have entertainment and it brings a lot of money into the economy. Yeah. Seb Vettel met with uh Stefano, the CEO of F1 about mm. it to discuss some ideas in Monaco other than obviously the cars like directly polluting the air that the F1 did have a huge responsibility so he's really trying to address that so good on him though. we will see mm, good yeah. on him for on him. making that impact there's so many people involved in F1 and maybe this is something that's always been like a back thought and now Seb Vettel's come in is really putting in a lot of work and speaking about it and I think it's it's good for the sport We'll just have to see what the future brings. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And speaking of the future. Well, Red Bull possibly coming after Charles. There have been so many rumblings. Mm -hmm. And I know where there's smoke, there's fire. But then I don't know. Do we – I don't know because is – because then also they're saying is Charles going to go to Mercedes? Yeah. I don't know. You know? But then also is Carlos going to – swap but apparently audi want carlos yeah i don't know obviously i'd love to see those two boys stay at ferrari but it's not the nature of the sport mm-hmm. and i was reading i mean i know you're asking about Charles, but i was reading the other day about carlos how oh he's getting a bit frustrated with Charles, and i think there's a little bit of beef happening between them nothing major but just a few little things here and there and I wonder if Carlos is getting, I think he's getting a bit fed up that, you know, he's done like considerably well this year. A lot of the times he sort of is the second driver and does get pushed back and Charles gets pushed forward, prioritised, whatever. Mm. Um, um, the curse of the second driver. I don't know either because then also they're looking at Lando as well. But Lando shut that down and said he would rather his first win or his first therapy session. <laughs> oh, I think Lando will... I think I can see Lando staying in McLaren for yeah. a while. Especially if McLaren's car continues to improve. Yeah. I don't think he'll leave. I think he likes the family of McLaren. The too papaya much. fans. Mm. Which the papaya is, fans. you know, Checo, you can see, understandably, why he might be a little bit bored of Red Bull because they're obviously just loving Max at the moment. But also, I was thinking about this. Surely Red Bull a sick of Max as well. He's just always looking to complain about something. He's out there winning winning by like 20 seconds and he's like, guys, it's really windy. And they're like, <laughs> I have okay. no grip. They're like, okay, mm-hmm. what, what do you want us to do about the wind? Like, you're winning. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, surely. No, nah, but they, not- I think, I think they love him for that. I mean, I think it's a pain, but also they love him for it because he does keep winning because he's so in tune with everything. He's so aware of everything to do with a car that obviously it's painful for red bull but also they're like winning money 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 oh yeah but you just hate to be that radio engineer yes for sure they probably hate him but christian horner loves him it is windy just drive the car (laughs) drive it (laughs) are there any um rumblings about any other drivers happening at the moment i haven't heard any rumblings of logan Sargent recently i mean besides yeah, Carlos, Charles, Lando. Even Albon. 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 Mm. 
Red Bull approached Alex and he said no, straight up. Yeah. I mean, he's already been there, done that. They sacked him. And so. look how they treated him. Exactly. Why would you <laughs> want to go back? Um, but Logan Sargent. Oh, what's happening with Logan? Yeah. Well, I mean, I know you guys don't, not the biggest fans. Well, no, we're not the biggest fans. I just feel like do it's better. kind of like. Just do better. I just he don't did get do anything better. from him. Me saying, I don't do really better. get anything. Yeah. Well, I'm not, again, he's like him and Nick DeVries should run off into the sunset together, <laughs> holding hands, because I'm not seeing anything from them both on or off the track. Oh, well, and Nick's the one if they would like to come to me and provide some excitement, please be my guests. If you're listening, Logan or Nick, but maybe more so Logan now, give me some entertainment because I'm not seeing it. So what have you heard about Logan? So I haven't heard much about Logan, but I do think he will get points at least by the end of the season. Yeah, mm. Is that good enough though? Oh, but I think for a, by the rookie, end of the season? for a rookie Ooh. and Williams seem to be a bit more nurturing of their rookies. Mm. They are. Um, they are. I think, yeah. Yeah. He got 11th at Silverstone. Best performance so far. I think it's there. It's there. He just mm. needs, he just needs that one race and then he'll finally feel like comfortable and settled into his car. You know, Nick didn't really get that chance. So hopefully Logan yeah. at least gets it. I think it's nice of you and maybe it is possible. But I also think at Silverstone, like the Williams, like, you know, we discussed last week, the, the Williams performed really well. Yeah. What are you guys laughing about? There's proof. Where are you going? I think that's nice of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a nice person, okay? I'm really nice. <laughs> That's nice of you. Oh, I can't believe Kat just said that's, that's nice, nice of you. Of you. No. <laughs> I that's so good. I'm like crazily empathetic and I don't want anyone to suffer and I would love for Logan to perform. And I do think that's lovely of Williams that they do nurture their drivers and there's obviously that's a testament to what Albon's comment about not wanting to leave Williams. Mm. But I do think as well, like we discussed last week, Williams performed at Silverstone. Yeah. They did really well. And remember, Albon did incredible during all the practice laps. And then I think he ended up coming eighth from memory. I think so. Um, well, I guess so, just proof yeah. that there is, the car does have a bit of pace, which is a yeah. good sign. So hopefully Logan can finally get up there. Vroom, vroom. We will wait and see. So I think that is a great segue. All of them out on the track this weekend, and I keep forgetting that there almost is a race this weekend because I'm just still trying to unpack all the news from the last 24 hours, let alone the last week. So I think there's yeah. a few things that we need to touch on about Hungary this weekend before we get into our predictions. Amy, mm. Pat, what have you got to say about Hungary? Hungary, Hungaroring, Hungaroring. I mean, typically Hungary is the last race before the summer break, but they've, and maybe this has got to do with the, what we're speaking about before about making adjustments to offset their carbon footprint but we've got this weekend and then a double header then the following weekend we have uh belgium spa the one thing that's very well known about hungary is obviously they're very slow speed corners um a lot of obviously this isn't my opinion i mean this isn't my opinion because can't say i've ever been in a f1 car but a lot of F1 drivers liken this course to your typical go-karting course. It's like the go-karting course of F1. Hamilton's won eight times. We can't speak about this course without thinking about Verstappen's win last year. Tenth to first. 
not bad. I, I wish Sergio could be doing the same thing, but yeah, well, so Checo is definitely he I climbs wish, up. I wish not as, too, but you know. Anyway, I'm pretty I'll sure Max won with a seven second lead as well last year. Yeah, it was crazy. So he climbed up the Stappen World Championship, and then there's the rest of the drivers. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty incredible to see. Um, a bit bigger than last week. Silverstone's obviously 51, 52, 51 laps. Hungary's 70 laps. I think it's a fantastic race. I've always wanted to go to Budapest. I haven't actually been, but from what I've heard and seen, it's a pretty incredible place. Mm. It's located in a valley, which is really pretty. Interesting as well. The first time that a race was held at this track, it was actually back when Hungary was still behind the Iron Curtain, literally. Mm. So a lot of a lot of history. Yeah, I'm excited. What are your thoughts, Elle? Well, Red Bull had uh, upgrades on their car this weekend. Mm. <laughs> How do that? Why? 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 Why do they need new upgrades? I think they just need it for Checo and qualifying. To be entirely honest, true. <laughs> um, put, put the upgrades onto Checo. Yeah, car. I think they're hoping with these new upgrades that it's their side pods mm. have been um, adjusted. They're hoping for extra 0.2 seconds lap time. Yeah. Two tenths. They really need it. Well, maybe Checo does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said, he just needs it in qualifying. I think that's the. Yeah. That's a little tidbit there. Just the qualifying stuff. Everyone pray for Checo. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Especially in Hungary, a very tight and twisty um, circuit. So when it comes to the race, it's not going to be much overtaking. The nickname Monaco without the walls. Mm. So I very okay. much think there's going to be a lot of pressure on everyone during qualifying and the strategy mm. will be quite crucial for the race to, you know, be on pole, front row, get ahead. Well, Ham- Hamilton also holds the record for most poles at this track. Mm. Where does it so. hold the record? Yeah, McLaren hold the record for the most team wins at the Hungarian Grand Prix with 11 victories to their name. So Nice. Hopefully, Lando and Oscar can perform this weekend, considering it is a very different track to Silverstone. Well, my prediction is to have Lando back up there. Ooh. Oh, nice. I reckon he's back on the podium this weekend. Do you think? Mm, Him and Lewis. I reckon very similar to last weekend, Mm. but more of a fight from Lewis. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Well, Lewis does perform well at this track, Mm. as we've seen. Yeah, I definitely think Lewis. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I definitely think that Lewis could be up there. Um, potentially George, I think that's what my head says. My heart is like, I want Ferraris, at least a Ferrari, but I don't know. Um, Vassa has come out and was sort of saying that they've taken a lot of learnings from Silverstone. And I mean, I think they say this every week, maybe they can make some better decisions this weekend. Something that I do predict, not necessarily a podium but I definitely think just kind of circling back to Albon I think Albon's gonna do well this weekend I'm predicting like a top six finish for him I agree I can do that I can I concur concur I reckon Checo will be up there as well oh Checo hopefully Mm. for him I just feel like he with Danny coming back this weekend and Danny has said that he knows the car is limited and to not expect too much. Checo will want to really push that car this weekend. He'll be wanting to prove mm. himself before silly season really does kick off. 
he knows the pressure is on mm. like Donkey Kong. It is on like Donkey Kong. So that's a bit yeah. scary for him. <sighs> Amy, what are your predictions? <laughs> I find predictions hard because I just want everyone to do well. <laughs> <laughs> we are all winners. Everyone we is a winner. A rainbow cake and be happy. What's that sign? <laughs> Saying in Mingus? <laughs> I just want everyone to be happy. I mean, I kind of think, yeah, both Mercedes could be up there again. I really hope George is up there over Lewis. I think George deserves a a moment. Mm. But, yes, Lando and Oscar. You know what? Maybe I'm just going to go with Oscar. Oscar on the podium. Oscar oh, on the podium with Hungary. Call. That's a big call. I know. Just because he might be like, I was so close to my podium in Silverstone. He's hungry for hungry. I could eat my words <laughs> oh. saying this, but Oscar obviously performed so well at Silverstone. He had the upgrades and he seems like a very serious guy. We haven't really seen much personality from Oscar yet. And mm. you see in sort of joint interviews with him and Lando that it almost looks like Lando gets a little bit frustrated because he's like, come on, bounce off me. And Oscar's just kind of sitting there. He's like, <laughs> No, back <laughs> even when even when McLaren said P4, he was like, thanks, everyone. Great time. But I wonder if could it be a fluke Oscar's driving? <laughs> oh, my God. Don't say that. I don't want to eat my words. Touching on that, and I'll say this quickly, that I was thinking as well, like how amazing to see two Aussie drivers out there now. Yeah. And I wonder if there's a part of Oscar that feels like. Threatened? Yeah, threatened yeah. and like, oh, you know, I was the Australian on the grid now mm. or this and now I'm kind of going to be overshadowed and especially considering like how big yeah. Dan's personality is. Yeah. There was chatter at the Melbourne Grand Prix about Danny not being at the Melbourne Grand Prix to not overtake Oscar's shadow. Mm. He obviously turned up. Yeah. Well, time will tell this weekend. If Oscar Piastri is on the podium, we should do a shot. And if he's on the next podcast or something and then if – his car breaks down, Amy can do a shot. Because I'm good. more leaning towards Elle's predictions and thoughts about Oscar. If Oscar gets on the podium this weekend, I'll get a little tattoo for him. <laughs> oh, yeah. that is a big call. That is a big call. Sorry, Oscar, that's a lot of yeah. pressure on you. Right I, I missed it last week. <laughs> Your turn. Yeah. I don't think you will, but. You know what? Well, I think that's as well, cool. we then decide what the tattoo is. No. And oh, where you no. get it. I'm calling that. <laughs> oh <my God>. Um. <laughs> Mum, 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 yeah, mom, they're bullying. Yeah, call the, do the mum card. <laughs> okay, well, I think that wraps us up for this week. Hope everyone enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Hope everyone is excited for Hungary. Ooh, we're very hungry for Hungary. I'd also just like to say, I was looking at my uh, notes about Hungary before, and I realized that my computer has auto corrected the word Hungary to Hi Gary. <laughs> It is now hi, Gary. Hi, Gary. So I'm looking forward to saying hi, hi Gary. Gary, this weekend. Well, let us know all your um, predictions to all our listeners. We'd love to hear. Yeah, we love keeping the conversation going. So if you do want to reach out, reach out on our socials. Amy, where can they find us? You can find us at Paddock43 on Instagram and TikTok. We will be there with our eyes open waiting to see a response. And if you have any questions or anything that you want to add don't forget to reach out also don't forget to like and subscribe five stars five star please yeah just five stars just only five stars (laughs) enjoy everyone and we will touch base with you next week after hungry see you next week bye bye Bye.
è troppo forse, forse è troppo, ma grazie mille.